0: Spent one week since you looked at me Cut your head to the side and said, I'm angry
1: Five days since you laughed at me Saying get back together, come back and see me Three days since the living room I realized it's all my fault but couldn't tell you Yesterday, you'd forgiven me But it'll still be two days till I say I'm sorry Hold it now wants we'll watch the wink, Does it make you stop thinking
0: think You'll think you're looking at Aquaman As some fish Welcome back, everybody To episode 18? Scott, what episode are we
1: on? Peyton Manning. I think it's eighteen.
0: We on eighteen? Well I'm gonna feel yeah. silly now that we gotta put this on the old interwebs. We're not starting over, Scott. We're we're going. I like this uh, intro. We rolled.
1: Roll. Oh, it's it's eighteen. It's, it's 18.
0: definitely eighteen, right?
1: We haven't been the eighteen yet. We definitely did seventeen last time, so
0: Right. We actually had a I, I noticed something about us when we plan to you know, we we tell the listeners, Hey, we'll be uh we'll be back. Next week, come on back. Oh, we, we never no, do we, it. We, we never do. We're horrible. <laughs> so, this episode, we're not going to say a thing. We're just going to say, "Hey, here we are. Hope you It'll enjoy be out it." When it's out. Yeah. And you know, if you are really curious, come back. Not even twice a week. Just check once a week and see if we've uploaded a new episode. We'll make sure on Twitter, that, that Twitter is, is up to date, we'll have all the new episode links on there, maybe some funny comments, and of course, we're still looking for 10 followers, we're, we got 7, we got 3 since last week, and uh, and so those, those 3, you got t-shirts coming your way, Perpetual Sports Talk t-shirts coming your way, Scott's working on them, also some hats. And, uh, I'm the
1: merchandise guy now. I'm yeah, the social you, media and merch guy. So
0: social media and merch. I think that I mean they, they go together. It's all yeah, fair enough. Okay, and um, I don't know if anybody listening, Scott. I'm sure you notice it because you can kind of see it. I'm really proud of my uh, my mic setup. I got a new mic setup. I made a little rig, <laughs> and I really want to share it if you don't mind, and just give everybody the full picture here. It's an old desk lamp that is now a mic stand. I took my mic and I zip-tied it to the top of the lamp. I put my pop blocker in front of the mic. Thank you Jake, my cousin gave me this. It's pretty it's pretty good. Maybe sound a little better. And then the best part, Scott, this is your this is your favorite part right here is actually what 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 what's holding it down? is ankle weights because it got a little top heavy because of all the why is that, uh,
1: why is that my favorite part why is it that just, my favorite it's
0: just well it's not very classy looking it's very much uh thrown together <laughs> but but it's definitely it's saving me some room on my desk and so i just wanted to to paint a little picture for everybody thank you for listening scott thank you for listening everybody else but um I think it's I think it's sports talk time. How about that?
1: You're quite the craftsman, man. Yeah, you I know you do a lot of woodworking. I'm
0: pretty I'm pretty impressed. Honestly, Scott, if I can get if I can compare it to something, it's honestly it looks like it came out of the television show Trailer Park Boys. If Trailer Park Boys were on the radio, this is sort of what they'd be working with. They just mashed a bunch of stuff together. That's what I got.
1: Fair enough. All right. Some NFL,
0: some NFL, and so so the only thing that's that's really worse looking than my new mic stand here it's the uh, it's the Washington Redskins on Sunday. Their play looked a lot worse than my microphone stand, Scott. First half, the whole game they didn't score okay, until the third quarter. That. They didn't score until forty five minutes into the game. It was brutal. Yeah. yeah. I told you this. I was actually there,
1: and right? And I was wondering why when I texted you the rest are, the skins are stinking. I was like, he usually is quick to respond during a residency,
0: right? But yeah, here yeah, I mean, it's did not know that. Well, I'm surrounded by morons. First of all, I'm at the game, surrounded by morons, <laughs> and so I wasn't able to really to really reach my phone. It's weird though because I go back and I look at the numbers, and honestly, they're a little deceptive. I didn't. I I couldn't fathom that... The Skins got 16 first downs. And they only held the Giants to 17 first downs. That's something that I thought was honestly made up. However, that's what it says. And it's just weird because you look at the score, which the final was 19-10, but it wasn't really. It was 13-10. Their last score was on the stupid Jordan Reed trying to fling it and and get a score out of it. It it was 13-10. But that doesn't really it, – it doesn't illustrate how badly the Redskins got punched in the mouth because they came out flat against a team that literally had nothing to play for, not a thing. And they came out and they got, and they got beat by them. And they got beat and embarrassed. That so was you're, my,
1: really, you're really disappointed in the 2016 Redskins. Yes,
0: for sure. 8-7-1. After being NFC East champs, granted, you know, being champions with you know, from last year, the NFC East was a little different. It it was disappointing, yes, big time.
1: Were you see, I would I would disagree with that. Why I don't know. I I think they kind of they kind of showed everybody what they can do last year, and now. They had we had such high expectations this year. If they would have not won the NFC East last year, we would have been fine with going eight and seven and one this year. Because we made strides. Um this is the their best two year stretch in twenty years. They're their best. Scott McLuhan is is a real GM. And uh, and he's and he has his team going in the right direction. We didn't get a great, great draft pick last year, um, you know. Like things have been worse, you know. And we're finally being patient, you know. We had a it was a tough division. We had a tough schedule, you know. And if it wasn't for one or one interception at the end of the game, we're still in the playoffs, and we're talking about something different here.
0: Okay, things have been worse, yes. But I feel like just making it to the playoffs last year and then having six six weeks in a row this year, it's like we had a taste of the high life and was like, whoa, this is what a good football team is. And then here comes week 17, we're in control of our own destiny. And even better yet, we're playing a team who honestly probably isn't going to come out and play all that well because their playoff destiny is sealed. They can't do anything better. And then we just, and then they just didn't show up. They didn't come out. They didn't even fire. I mean, it was it was how are, how is everybody not running around with their hair on fire during that game? I just don't understand. The Redskins won the coin toss and they chose to receive, which I was happy with. We talked, talked about, about that, last, that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I was happy with. Put your better side out there, and then they went three and out. Three and then they went three and out when they got the ball back the next time after giving up a field goal. It was just it was just a pathetic showing because like you said, are they improving? I mean, yeah, I I gave you my thoughts on improvement last week. I think if improvement is your main goal, then I don't know. That's just that's just no good to me. But for some reason. That's what the skin's main goal, or at least they they made it seem like that. They keep oh here you know we've we're improved we're we've improved. Blah, blah, blah. It's like I don't care about that, and so that's what I was getting at last week. I don't I don't think that should be your number one goal. Your number one goal should be winning. You improve along the way, yeah, that's great, but that shouldn't be something that you hang your hat on. And it's true that this we is, have
1: this is year two of a GM though. You know, if this was year seven or eight, then then maybe then maybe but the nfl is such a league that has like the biggest ups and downs of any sport you know you could be the cowboys who were what 4 and 12 last year another 13 and 3 what about the panthers
0: yeah but the they skins went from have had 15 to
1: 1 to 6 and 10 we didn't we were one drive away from making the playoffs and not talking about this
0: the skins have had a lot of downs and not a whole lot of ups. That's, That's what I'm all. saying. And, and we so had eight, a taste. seven and
1: one. Isn't the worst thing we, that could have happened this year.
0: Well, think about
1: we could where, get better.
0: Well, think about where we could be though. Even today, if it weren't for Sunday, so it is <laughs> kind of the worst thing that could have happened. We mm. lost on Sunday. We were in control against a very beatable team, a very beatable team, and we didn't. So, for this week, I think it is the worst thing that could have happened. Again, you know what? it's it, honestly, it doesn't make that much of a difference because they would have just lost to Green Bay in the wild card game. So we would just yeah. it would just be delaying the conversation, but at least they'd have their hat in the, at least they have their hat in the ring and and have a shot at 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 doing something. Not that they would. I mean, they're a pitiful defense. Obviously in big games, Kirk has showed that he chokes. Maybe it's because he doesn't have enough big game experience, but that's unfortunate to see out of out of a guy who I think both of us, you and I, Scott, we want to keep him. It's just man, I want him to be a little more of a money guy and perform in, in high pressure situations. He looks scared. Yeah, and then he comes out after the game and makes it seem like he doesn't even want to be in Washington.
1: Yeah, that's interesting, and that's a whole other conversation. I don't even know if we want to touch on that right now, or you want to save it for later.
0: Ad, what? Just real quick. We'll we'll save most of it, but give me. First of all, do you want Kirk Cousins to be in Washington next year? To be a Redskin?
1: Yes, of course. Yes. Do I want to pay him the amount of money that he's that he's gonna get? Probably not. So you think like this- he's probably gonna get franchised, franchise tagged again? I I don't know. And then we're gonna just do this a whole another year. And I don't know the specific thing of um. I I don't know, man. Like they're gonna they have no backup plan so so say Kirk cousins doesn't want to sign with them like sign with the skins then i don't do
0: think do? he does so i then really do don't do? think he does then
1: we're screwed
0: well, well then, we're, i mean
1: the whole market is going to pay somebody's going to pay a quarterback absolutely someone there is going to pay a quarterback if and we we have no backup plan. so so i mean we finally have a quarterback that can win So now what? So you gotta pay him serious cash. He
0: can win, but he can win selectively. He's a selective winner. Uh, Clearly he doesn't like to win the high stakes games. He's I mean he's had some impressive games for sure. He's broken records. He's broken his own records. He's a very impressive quarterback. And I want him to be a Redskin because I think this is it's his second year, so next year will only be his third year. I think with, with more high-stake games under your belt, you just get better. And if Kirk is an actual competitor, so it just from, from my, you know, just what I hear him say in interviews, I think he is. So he'll just get better at that. My worry is that he kind of doesn't, he has weird feelings towards the Washington Redskins. I mean, which I don't blame him. The Skins sort of screwed him with, with putting in RG3 when RG3 was a disaster instead of just starting Kirk, right? I'm sure he was a little butthurt from, from this past offseason not getting a long-term deal.
1: Yeah, I mean, he, they better pay him now. I, they better pay him now. Or because he, He'll be somewhere a, else. You don't think, he'll be somewhere else, and then who will we have? I mean, getting a quarterback in the draft is a complete crapshoot. Complete crapshoot. Like right. you're going to end up with someone like RG three again, or not even that. Like Blaine gabbard EJ Manuel, one of those guys. You know, like the rarity of we're going to get somebody like you know Andrew Luck or Aaron Rodgers or you know Matt Ryan. Like that doesn't happen every year. Right, and, and Aaron Rodgers.
0: Aaron so, Rodgers didn't even play his first couple years. Right, and so, funny like, thing, yeah. McClellan drafted Aaron Rodgers. When he was with the Packers, and here's Brett Favre, one of the best quarterbacks in the game. Here, and then McLuhan decides, how how about we uh, how about we draft a quarterback? And then it turns out packer. Or it turns out that Rodgers t- turns into Aaron Rodgers, which is weird because it explains right. McLuhan picking uh, Josh Doxson when they already have a a whole slew of very competent. Receivers, with your Garcones and your Crowders, and you, and you and Jordan Reed and D-Jacks. Um. But yeah, I, no, it's I, tough,
1: I, man. It's it's tough. It's gonna be it's gonna be some big, big things. It's gonna be like, I mean, I don't know if you know quarterback numbers, but it's gonna be over twenty million dollars. They're gonna pay him. Oh, well, yeah, and that's gonna be it. it has it's to gonna be gonna be a lot.
0: It has to be because twenty was this year. It's gonna go it was, up. Yeah. But your, but your whole advantage—if you offer him something long-term, you know today's expenditure is next year's deal. That's just how it works. Yeah. So big money today is a bargain within the next couple years. But I don't know. I've always said on past episode I said this: Cousins is not a McLuhan guy. Therefore, I think McLuhan would rather have somebody. I don't know what his plan is—is to draft somewhere to go get someone. I don't know but but i i want cousins to be back i think he could turn into a money man i think he could be successful keep breaking records best quarterback skins have had in quite a while all i'm saying is i would not be surprised if he's wearing another uniform next year
1: i'd i would be surprised i'd be very surprised
0: that's that's and that's fair that's fair just a couple thoughts on my experience of the game so with an NFL game, I don't feel the need, Scott, to to tailgate. Walking through the parking lot of FedEx Field, I, I I felt sad. Like that's what I felt. I felt sad. I feel like tailgating at a college game. That's one thing. It's like uh, you know, you're, you know, you're stupid twenty year olds. They're supposed to act a little stupid and 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 things of that nature with stupidity. Walking around Landover, Maryland, FedEx Field, and seeing people who are definitely not in their 20s, a little north of 20, a lot of north of 20, doing stupid, unintelligent things, that's just sad. I don't like it. (laughs) The only NFL stadium I've ever been to is FedEx Field.
1: Oh, it's it's only so, it, it only gets worse, man. It really and, does. And
0: and I, but I don't know. I have, not for I've driven past the link and and Lucas Oil. I mean, but you I've never you know seen people like
1: have you ever heard of Bill's Mafia? Oh yeah. The, well, they they just slam people they on just their hate on each tables other up and there. there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like that. And the Raiders, I know, go really hard. Um, jets, I know, are pretty hardcore. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of things going on that's pretty tame. But I don't know. That's, that's kind of like, I mean, it, I can see why you're sad. And like, I oh, get it. just sad. But if you had four or five beers in you, you wouldn't be thinking it's sad.
0: No, I'd probably even, I'd probably think it's sadder. Because here, I would try to be like having fun. And then, you know, some weirdo trying to, I don't know, start something. Like, I don't need that. I don't need that in my life.
1: It was just, it yeah, It's the sad. whole like I, I can see where you're going with that. It's the whole like fifty-five year old wearing a Ryan Kerrigan jersey who's like, you know, kinda drunk for no reason in in like Landover, Maryland. I, yeah. I can see where you're going with that.
0: And you know what? <laughs> I have I am the last to point fingers at people for what whatever you need to do to have a good time. Go ahead. Live your life. But what I you know, what you see at these games, it's like, are you really having a good time? It don't look like just it to trying me. trying to
1: cover up your crappy life, I guess. I don't
0: know. I don't know, but I I'm guess crowd I support didn't help too there. much. Uh, they still lost. It's a tough season. And I think we could take a break from the Redskins for a while. I mean, we'll have some news <laughs> yeah, coming really. out every now and again. but What
1: else about the NFL you want to talk about?
0: So after the Skins game, Odo Beckham Jr., took a plane down to Miami, partied on a yacht for, uh, for a couple days. I think, he, I think he got back to practice on, on Wednesday, but he's down there partying after they beat the Skins in a game that didn't matter for him. So they're partying, and there were some pictures floating around on, on Instagram. I was, just get, I was getting your thought as a coach. If you see a player out and about, Putting himself in possible a risky situation. I don't know. I just wondering if you had any thoughts on it.
1: No, not really. I'm glad I don't have to deal with that. You know, guys that don't guys that have a lot of money and you know when you got you got to be careful because when you have guys with that kind of talent, you know, it's it's like draw the line between just letting him go, and then if you discipline him, either don't play him or he gets discouraged and doesn't play as well. It's a different game up there in the NFL, and I know certain coaches wouldn't let it slide, but with Odell, he's kind of unpredictable, man.
0: Yeah, but he's a grown man. He can do whatever the heck he wants. His money... As long as
1: he's not missing practice and it's affecting his play, then sure, I guess so.
0: And right, that's the the thing that I don't know. Did he miss a practice or... Did he walk into practice and he was hanging, you know, sunglasses on, you know, puking or something in the lockers? I, I doubt it. I doubt it. It just, it's a little bit of a bad look. You know, it's, it's awesome celebrating. But, you know, going down to Miami for a, a couple of days when you have some of the biggest games of your, of your life right. coming just around the corner. I just thought it was, it was a little bit of a bad look. And, again, I don't want to judge the guy for celebrating. Okay, I think there are other ways to do it. I think there are more. There are bigger fish to fry in Odell's world. No doubt. I'm not, I don't was just curious if if you had any thoughts or passions or or concerns on the. On no, the subject. that's kind of
1: a different animal, man. With with coaching in the NFL, I oh, mean, for I would sure. not want to be that. I would not want those. Those headaches to deal with.
0: Mm. And some good money yeah. to deal with, though. Some nice uh, coin. I don't feel too bad. I don't feel too bad for NFL coaches, let me tell you. Yeah, <laughs> they're, they're Bill Belichick fine.
1: would have nothing to do with that. Nothing.
0: I feel like I feel like that wouldn't even happen. Well, I guess it sort of did happen with Brady's suspension. Gronk. He was in he was in Italy. Well wait, what was Gronk what do you mean Gronk? I mean Gronk Just does, does his silly whole stuff party, all the time. Party atmosphere. Yeah, all the time. Know? Yeah, it's true. Yeah. But I guess when you're good you can do whatever the heck you want.
1: Yeah, that's true.
0: So speaking of the Patriots, do you think Tom Brady deserves to be MVP this year?
1: Um, no, no, I don't think so. And only because someone else deserves it more.
0: And who's that?
1: Mr. Matt Ryan from Atlanta.
0: Okay. Just because, just because of his numbers or
1: they both, I mean, he was the number, I mean, his team did, did really well. So basically, you know, I think, and everybody is pretty in agreement. It's Matt Ryan, Tom Brady, um, Elliot's definitely in the conversation, um, and I think even Rodgers is in the conversation. But he didn't even have as good as good a numbers as as Brady it, or Ryan.
0: Isn't that crazy though? Aaron Rodgers has a down year for him, and he's still in the MVP conversation. Of course, of course, because his like, team
1: his team played so well too, you know. But the type of numbers that Matt Ryan put up with a crappy defense in at Atlanta, you know, I mean, he's winning ball games with a crappy defense.
0: And that's, and I'm going to interrupt you, but an MVP—that's no, what an M—it's the most valuable player. If it to weren't team. for this guy, right. the team would be in a different situation. See, the
1: New England Patriots would still make the playoffs. The Green he's, Bay Packers. Would probably still make the playoffs. Maybe look, I don't know. It depends on who.
0: Look at what Tom Brady did, or look at what Tom Brady. Look at what the New England Patriots did without Tom Brady for the first four right. games. Exactly, they went three with
1: and one. And yeah.
0: They beat two playoff teams, in the Cardinals and in the uh, in the Dolphins. I mean two playoff teams? Yeah. With no Brady, it's not like they were playing a bunch of schlubs and went three and a, three and one. They they're playing good teams. Right, so and the so most th-
1: valuable player is Matt Ryan.
0: Correct. That okay. Cool. All right. Well, we're in agreement. I guess I was the reason why I threw that at you. I thought we'd have a little a little back and forth, but we no. Literally and then look at Matt Ryan's numbers. He's throwing for
1: five thousand. He threw for five thousand yards. I, I mean, think he's. He st-
0: I think he's still behind Drew Brees, though. He's definitely not leading the league
1: in yards. Ah, I'm not sure, but Drew Brees is a gunslinger. He just slings that thing fifty times a game, and his team isn't as good either. So there you go.
0: So is that important when thinking about MVP Is, is team success?
1: Of course. you got to be able to lead your team.
0: Interesting. Okay. You don't agree? No, I do. Well, I do. I do agree. I do agree. I, I, I think it's weird when you reward guys who are on bad teams. But I have more about that later, later in the show. Anything for this weekend? we got Raiders playing we get raiders at texans lions at seahawks
1: green bay green bay is uh or giants are going to green bay
0: and then sunday and then yes and then the other sunday game is dolphins going uh to steelers do you think that the whole oh miami dolphins going into pittsburgh where it's supposed to be in the teens do you think that's actually a factor scott no
1: no do you i don't think so (sighs) man
0: I don't think so because half those guys probably grew up in the cold, played college in the cold. It doesn't matter. Well,
1: they're all just—they're not all from Miami. They're not all warm weather guys.
0: Right, but when you think, it, Miami is where they practice. It's where they've been practicing. Oh, since... everybody
1: practices in a dome anyway. In I a don't. D-
0: well. I don't. And again, they prepare for situations. I'm sure they, you know, fl- they've they probably got in there several days ago and have been practicing outside, getting used to the conditions. Anyway, yeah, but that's no. the thing. Okay. That's why I'm picking the Steelers. Home field advantage the with, your home stupid, with your stupid, with your stupid terrible hard, talent. It's hard to but, pick
1: road teams in the playoffs.
0: Well, and that's true. But particular, I feel like just the whole cold weather thing certainly doesn't help. I definitely don't think it's going to be the biggest factor. The biggest factor is the Steelers are just a better team.
1: Well, we'll you're going to pick all home teams this week. I'm sure you are.
0: I actually I am. I am, but of course, it, not but it's not you. just so because like I'm I'm picking the Texans because the Raiders have a third that's string fair. quarterback in Connor Cook. Sure. I feel bad for them, by the way. What yeah, an exciting season they had. Derek Carr. Yeah,
1: they finally looked uh, up and everything was going well and look at that. That's I, a shame.
0: I feel bad I feel bad for an Oakland Raider fan. I really, and that's, a, and that's a DC fan saying that. If a DC fan feels bad for you, you're, you're in like a bad spot.
1: Well, they're in the playoffs and we're not. So,
0: yeah, that's true. Well, yeah, that's true. That's fresh. That's a fresh wound, Scott. <laughs> we can, uh, we'll wrap up those. You know what? I'm not even going to say if we're going to do an end of the week. I mean, it's already Wednesday. Probably not going to do an end of the week episode. We'll wrap those, we'll wrap those games <laughs> up next week. I don't want to jinx us. Not going to say anything. Keep Sounds keep good. on keep on checking the website, listeners. Please, once a week, just come on back and uh and see what's up. Anything else around the NFL, Scott? Uh, I got nothing. Nothing. Well, let's go let's down. Go down let's, a level. Yeah, let's go down <laughs> a level. So the championship game is on Monday. We got repeat offenders. Got Clemson playing the favorite Alabama. Bama's actually favored. By a touchdown, seven points.
1: It's a lot in football, though. That's a, that's a good amount.
0: I think it is. It is Alabama, though. Everything's different because it's Alabama. You know what I mean? Like, how often does any sport, any team, could they go back-to-back championships in their respective sports? Pretty impressive. It, do- it doesn't. But it's Alabama. And you know what? They did it just a couple years ago, in 2011 and 2012. Like, everything is different. And you expect the Clemson team to just be hungry, hungry, hungry after losing to the same guys last year. But it's Alabama. You know what I mean? It's just everything's different.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think everybody kind of has the same um, opinion. You know, when you kind of ask people, it's like, well, who you got in the, who you got in the championship game? It's kind of always the same answer. It's like, well, who do I got or who do I want?
0: Right. Who's your brain with, but who is your heart with? Or your- and that's
1: kind of, that's pretty been the across the board answer I felt with everybody.
0: So it's, wh- what are we thinking here on PST? Are we thinking Bama or are we thinking Clemson?
1: Oh, it'd be hard not to put your money on Bama. It'd be really hard. I'll be rooting uh, for Clemson.
0: Uh, yeah. I, uh,
1: I'm, I, kinda, I like to see dynasties, though. I like to see greatness.
0: Nothing wrong with that. Except for the UConn women's basketball team, that's just that's just too much. Well, that's gotta, just different. Gotta, that's a whole to start losing.
1: That's a whole other issue. So a couple but
0: things. I kind of like it. A couple things. Here's why I think Clemson might not win, but they're not losing by a whole touchdown. So I'm actually putting my money on Clemson. I don't think Alabama covers if they win. Okay,
1: so you're going Alabama, but not beating the spread.
0: I'm, well, I'm going. Yeah, I'm going Clemson. I'm going Clemson. And one thing, just just being back after losing the year before, that's big. Just in an athletic mind, that's really big. Look at the Kansas City Royals losing in 2014 and then beating the Mets in 2015. That's a thing. If you get back, it's just the thought of we remember how horribly this tasted last year. We're not letting it happen again. That's, that's a thing. I know it. I know Clemson should have lost to NC State earlier in the season. They definitely should have. Yeah, but they did yeah. I think. I don't think. I don't think Bam winning by a touchdown. Another thing, Lane Kiffin, the offensive coordinator for Alabama, is just left and is going to prepare for his head coaching duties at Florida Atlantic University. Which, like, how? <laughs> I know. Head coaches in college football must be working, you know, almost 24-7 crazy hours. But come on. Like, w- what do you need to do there right now?
1: Yeah, Is that's kind of stuff over? behind the scenes, though. I think that's something we, we will never know. I think that's something with Sabin and Kiffin and not getting along and just kind oh, of, yeah. the, I know. Do you really think it's going to affect the game, though?
0: I, I definitely do. Absolutely. Uh, I don't think so. They, so Saban, Saban said this earlier in the week saying, because he got, that's the only question he's been getting. So, you know what he, and he's been saying that, you know what we pretty much have, we know what plays we're going to run. We, we work on that during the week. That's what they do in practice. They say, what are we going to do on third down? What are we going to do in this situation? What are we going to do if we got this time on the clock? They take care of all that. So, really, it doesn't matter the guy calling the plays. is because the players, especially Alabama players, they're good enough to sort of anticipate what the play call will be based on the current game situation. However, however, those players don't even know. What's his name filling in? What's his name off the top of my I just Sartesian. To- Sartesian, that's right. Jeez, Sartesian. The alcoholic Completely. From USC. Completely brain fart. Yeah, he's no relationship with those players. No relationships. I, I think there will be something. And not for nothing, something that I, uh, that I came across. If we remember last year, the final score was Alabama 45, Clemson 40. And Alabama was pretty, pretty bummed out that they allowed Clemson put up a 40 burger on them. And if we remember, Alabama's defensive coordinator time at the time last year, Kirby Smart, had just taken the Georgia head coaching job. So he was sort of he was in a similar situation as Lane Kiffin. However, Smart decides to stay for the national championship because he's a sane person. And I don't think Lane Kiffin is. But there was there was a little bit of criticism there. Was there too much pressure because he knew that he was a head coach over here, but he also had to go call plays in the national championship? I don't know. So maybe uh, it's gonna. It, Kiffin is only helping Alabama's case by leaving. He doesn't want to be distracted. But again, I mean, how much responsibility could a head coach have in a conference USA in conference USA team now when the season's over? You know what I mean?
1: No, I agree. I think it, it's definitely weird. It's I don't know if it's if it's Kiffin's fault or not. I don't personally think it's going to affect the game as much as as much as you do. I don't think it's going to be a different game because their offensive coordinator is gone. It might be a different – Alabama might have had a different season if Lane Kiffin wasn't there, but they're not going to play one game, their four, five, 14th or 15th game, any differently than they have the entire year. I believe they're going to steamroll Clemson and just walk away. It's gonna be it's gonna be gonna be a smackdown.
0: Really a smackdown. Yeah. So I'll you're take, take the over. You're taking Alabama obviously with the
1: I'll points. take the over. Oh yeah. Oh, okay,
0: yeah. so so smackdown, how much are they winning by?
1: Give me two touchdowns. Two TDs? Give me my line. Put me a 14.
0: That's a freshman quarterback that you're putting your money on, Scott. That was a guy whose whose main concern last year was who is he going to take to prom. That's what he was thinking at this time last year, and now he's preparing for a national championship game against Clemson. Having a good year. Uh, I don't know what
1: you want me to say to that. He's also undefeated. He's also been tearing up the league. He's going to be a heck of a kid. He can bench and squat a heck of a lot more in one rep than I ever have in my entire life.
0: Can't easy a Jim so. rat. I guess he must be. guess he must be. Just one other – anything more about the championship coming this weekend?
1: No. Or not even the by two that touchdowns.
0: Monday. Two TDs. Fair enough. I'll bam take by Clemson. Two. Should we make a little wager on it? Make a little friendly wager?
1: Which uh, we already have a wager in sure.
0: place, and I actually lost to our original wager – I'll A get what? to I'll get to that in like ten minutes. Give me like ten Fair minutes. Enough. I'll get to it. I
1: want but, to know what I won.
0: You want? I think I owe you some beers. I wanted to put some money on it, but you you ended up saying, nah, let's just do some beers." So I said, "Okay, fine with me." Fair Which, enough.
1: I I forget what what it's about, but I'm glad they accept.
0: Maybe I won't give you those beers then. You're forgetting <laughs> our wager, Scott. No, well,
1: okay. I know I'll beat you in betting, man. That's all I know.
0: The. uh... The only other thing I wanted to get to in college football is the Big Ten. Now, I'm going to give you three options, Scott. Big Ten. Are they good? Are they bad? Uh, Or are they overrated?
1: uh, That's a tough one, man. Are they
0: good? Are they bad? Or are they overrated?
1: They're not bad. Let's just eliminate that answer.
0: We can eliminate, well...
1: You can eliminate bad, because they're not a bad conference.
0: Yeah, we can eliminate bad. But
1: can I go with a combination of good and overrated? Because that's kind of a cop-out.
0: You can, as long as you explain why.
1: Because they underperformed. Uh, I, I don't know, man. I... They're they zero and five in put them postseason right now. Now I know Penn so Penn State lost, well, Ohio not, State got laid a goose egg, and Michigan lost. the
0: The Big Ten East, which is, you know the the, you know the great Big Ten to, other than you know Wisconsin, Nebraska and the Big Ten West. But yeah, the Big Ten East really laid an egg in in the bowls. They have. Penn State lost in the Rolls Bowl. They had Ohio State lost, Michigan lost, and Indiana, they they made it to a bowl. They lost. All yeah, the so all the Big 10 East teams in po- in bowl games lost. They all lost.
1: They're good. When you have a team go to the national chan- or the college football playoff when you have when you have Penn State who had an argument to be another team in the college football playoff. Not overrated. How about they underperformed?
0: Okay, fair enough. Know. Fair enough. Underperformed, I like that. It's logical, it's sound. It's a little too nice for me. And I'm gonna tell my mic. I'm gonna tell you because look at the Big Ten East and so those teams that we mentioned, Penn State, Ohio State, Michigan, they all got three free wins tossed their way. Because they get to play Rutgers, that's a free win every year. Maryland, which granted they improved, but they've been horrible. And then Michigan State, which was they just had a weird year and were just and were just bad, it was atrocious. So those teams are just free wins for our Big Ten powerhouse teams that we love to cheer for. So I think that the Big Ten is 100% this season overrated. This season, they were sort of overtaking the SEC a little bit. It was like, oh, this is the Big Ten year. This is the Big Ten year. I don't know. Their competition, Maryland, Rutgers, Michigan State, granted, are traditionally good but just weren't this year. I think they're overrated. It was an overrated conference. And that's all I have to say about the Big Ten. Unless that's you all I have to
1: say about that
0: all you have to say Who's about Who's the that best conference, going? though? Who's the best conference?
1: Who's the best conference of football right now?
0: I hate to say it, the SEC. hate to say it because I actively cheer against the SEC. Always. But they are. Well, and then the ACC. I, pu- I say SEC, I was gonna say ACC. ACC. I say SEC, ACC, Big Ten. No. Yeah. Eh. Maybe Pac 12 above Big 10. Yeah, I mean, it's just hearsay. It's hearsay. Anything else Fair in college enough. football, Scott? No, sir. All right, let's change sports. Basketball. And we'll start with college basketball. And big breaking new. Whoa, my mic just like shot up on me. Big That's breaking your contraption. News- Dude, the contraption. First of all, the contraption is awesome. Okay, it's awesome. Yeah, I feel... It's shooting up on you. Like, I feel... Well, that's just it's because coming back and bite you. That's because my ridiculous capabilities of operating all of the technical stuff. The actual hardware is for a champion. Because I'm, just, I'm telling you right now, if you look, which I think you can see it, the contraption I itself, it. yeah. I feel like I'm in some sort of studio. You know what I mean? And it yeah, sort it of goes like it. along... It goes along with the old, you know, look good, feel good, play good. So I feel put like a I'm,
1: backwards cap and a big hoodie, and you're a, you're a radio talk. It's just an
0: ugly. I'm wearing sweatpants, ready. I got that part down.
1: Half down. You've Gotta um, get a backwards cap on that.
0: Nah, you Scott. I'm never gonna wear a backwards <laughs> cap. Never gonna do it. But so college basketball, big big story today, and this was our gentleman's w- wager. This is what we had when our serial tripper Grayson Allen got suspended indefinitely. We, were, we, we, we made a bet on how many games indefinitely meant. And do you remember what we said?
1: You said, like, what, two or three, and I said less than that?
0: Yeah, you said one, and I said more than one. I just I took the field. And he was playing tonight against Georgia Tech, so it was only one game. So I owe you a couple beers.
1: Thank you very much. I'll gladly accept and not share.
0: There you go. That's totally fine with me. That's a, that's a bet. <laughs> now the weird thing to go along with it, also happening in Duke news, is Coach K is getting back surgery. So yeah, this see, is.
1: I I kind of have a beef with that. That's kind of the shame, and and you're not the only one to to say it. Hold.
0: I haven't I said anything though. I have not said anything.
1: But no, it's no, no, no. no. It, I'm not saying that though. I'm saying the what way are we say the bigger, <laughs> the bigger news in this whole thing is Mike Shishovsky being hurt and having back surgery. So you leading off with Grayson Allen and that tripping crap. I'm tired of hearing about that. I'm tired of hearing about Grayson Allen and tripping. It's over. The kid. If he does it again, we'll come back to it. But. It's over. One game, he's done. Mike Shashevsky, on the other hand, arguably the best basketball coach that's ever lived is taking a leave of absence. Dude, that is that rocks the coaching world right there.
0: Absolutely.
1: He and can, I, it's very he might never come back.
0: Might never come back. I don't know about that, man. I mean, Dude, I understand
1: That's not good, man.
0: I I know the guy is middle the of guy- the season. The guy's almost 70 years old. He's not a young man. He's almost 70.
1: He he's still in the peak of 70. his uh, mental time, though.
0: I, I get, and, again, what we see on TV and what we hear about in interviews, I think, is different. He's, he's not a young man. He's not swift of foot. So, yeah, this, I, I didn't think that he would be out for the rest of the season. I just heard in 37 years of coaching, Scott, guess how many games he's missed. In thirty-seven uh, years,
1: he missed. This is the second time he's missed an extended period of time. Um, so I would say, like, how many? Thirty-seven years. I'd say ten games. Twenty. Twenty.
0: 20. Still crazy. I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. Twenty games in thirty-seven years. Yeah. But I didn't think. I didn't think he'd be out for the count for the rest of the season. I thought he'd be out for couple weeks not for the rest of the season i mean it, it, conference play just started the only thing that i was getting at, and i didn't mean to offend you scott no by no starting it's not with just the it's trigger, everybody's talking I, about this well, crap On, i didn't mean to offend you it's just that that news came out today that Allen would be back in the lineup and you know the coach k news has been out for a couple days that's all
1: that's fair all. enough
0: I'm sorry if I hit a nerve with you, Scott. I mean,
1: to- I had a little beef with that. I've been hearing about dude, this. Dude, Grace I hit a huge nerve with you just now. It was the coaching thing. Like it, that's a big deal. People don't talk about that enough. Everybody's like, "Oh, Grayson Allen's playing again." What about Mike Krzyzewski not coaching? That's a, that's a huge deal.
0: It is a anyway. huge deal. I I don't think I'm too. Here's the thing, though. Nah, there's no thing. All I was getting at is do you s- see now I don't want to hit a nerve with you I don't even want no, I don't even want to get to my point
1: All I feel right, like I'll, I'm going to hit take a more nerve of your beer. give me give me another bet give me another bet and I'll I'll take more of your beer
0: Well let's bet on that thing that we just talked about that I now forgot What were we going to bet? Oh yeah Bama and Clemson I'm taking Clemson
1: What taking, with the Clemson. You're taking Clemson with the under though
0: Correct So, and so they, I got the over Yeah Okay you're good?
1: Over seven. Yeah, I'm, I'll take it over seven.
0: Awesome. Okay. All oh, I you. was all I was hinting at is are these two stories connected somehow? No. Dis- not oh, at all. So Coach K no, is you know that was I hit totally a hit a nerve. I <laughs> nerved you, dude. I nerved you big time. I didn't mean it. I just <laughs> no, thought it, it was looks, interesting.
1: I'm just tired of hearing about Grayson Allen tripping people.
0: Okay. A couple more things about Grayson Allen. I'm just kidding. Oh I was just my trying gosh. to nerve you again. I was trying to nerve you. Big time. Oh, I you're got getting him.
1: Salty like you did a few weeks ago.
0: I was so salty. Yeah, I'm in a good mood now. I got my yeah, contraption. You're, yeah, you're pretty proud of that thing. We're good. So I'll that's adjust. so that's all I had with Duke. And you know, we can cut it short a little. I don't wanna I don't wanna nerve you anymore. You have anything else with Duke Scott?
1: I, you know what? I don't, besides they kicked the crap out of Georgia Tech tonight. Yeah. I'm mean, going like
0: yeah. pretty bad. Was it 30 points? Did they beat them by 30 points?
1: When I saw it well, halftime, okay, it was the- – Okay. But actually, you know what? I'm not done with Duke. I'm not done with Grayson Allen.
0: Here we go, guys. Yes. God, let her rip.
1: Let her rip. No, 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 I got a question for you, and I think this is an interesting one because I can't really figure it out. Grayson Allen sat on one game, and they lost. They got smacked by Virginia Tech. Do you think it had any effect of his suspension? Only seeing out on one game to him, like coming back, you know. So if they would have beat Virginia Tech, would he would he have sat out another game?
0: Nah, I mean it's Georgia Tech. Were they really afraid of losing to Georgia Tech? Maybe if no. they were playing like UNC or something. Maybe I, I don't okay. know if it's afraid of win. I don't know if it's a thing of being afraid of uh, wins and losses. I hope anyway. I hope that. He had to do something else other than just sit out of that tech game. I hope he had to clean like the court or he had to go through like the dirty towels or jocks or something like that and do some scrubbing. I hope there is a little something more than just one game. Okay? Not because I don't disp- I'm not like a Duke hater or a Grayson Allen no. hater. I think he's I think he's a great player. I just sort of just want to hear about like a funny like Grayson Allen had to do this as a punishment or something like that. I don't know. But do you have yeah, anything, we won't see that. Do you have anything else with, uh, with Duke?
1: I do not with Duke. Okay. College basketball, I think we got some other stuff, right?
0: We got some big news. We got some big college basketball news. We got Go George Mason just had their first conference victory tonight. They beat UMass. Which is great because they lost to VCU in a sloppy, sloppy game over the weekend. Or on Friday, I guess. And so it was right. nice seeing them come out and get an A-10 getting A-10 win. They look like Mason again. So they didn't get to that 10-W in a row because they lost to VCU. But they lost in a sloppy one. But they kept it close, which is interesting. Because it's always hard watching a team lose in a sloppy game and, and being demolished. But they really didn't. They kept it close. It was within five, you know, under a minute. It's a close game. So it was a sloppy game on both parts. VCU had 12 some turnovers. And, and Mason couldn't get a rebound. So it was a sloppy game both sides. VCU came out on top. It, and, and I hated it, but it sort of made me a little bit hopeful for A-10 play. I thought, okay. So we played sloppily, competed with VCU, one of the better A-10 teams... I'm liking this. I'm liking where this juju is going. And then today we fall down. We're we're chasing 13 to UMass. I I don't mean to summarize here. This doesn't doesn't matter. matter. But 13, and then they come back and they get the win after trailing 13 in the first half. That shows some guts right there. I mean, that's some cojones. Coming down 13, grants the first half. But that's some cojones right there. I liked it.
1: It's a way to battle. That's what Coach Paulson uh, preaches, and it's a, it's a great way to play, especially when you can execute like that. Some games, that's the way things will go, and you got to fight.
0: Yeah, we'll see. I have, uh, I have some more college basketball news, but I want to get to that in another segment. Is that cool with you, Scott? I've got of a little course. surprise for you. You're going to like this. It's not going to hit a nerve, I promise. I'm going to yeah, make but, uh, up for the nerve that I hit. But um <laughs> But yeah, let's uh let's just let's shift gears. Let's shift gears just real quick actually to the NBA. And not even the NBA. This is just the Wizards. John Wall. He gets the player of the month for the Eastern Conference. Okay. That's impressive.
1: Yeah. Which
0: is cool. The Wizards went 10 and 5 in the month of December. I like that. Okay. I like that. They back to 500? Uh, They were, for a very brief stint, they're at 16-18 and right now. But you know what? (laughs) 16-18, and they're still in the mix. They're right there in the meaty part of the bell curve. They're fine. I'm not concerned about that. When I first saw it, though, again, it reminds me of individual success in D.C. sports teams with no team success. You know what I mean? It's a pattern, and it's a disgusting pattern. We have all these great players... How come we don't have any championships or or even, you know, being close to a championship? Why are we getting bounced in the first round of the playoffs or, or not making it to the playoffs? We've talked about this, but it's a question. It's a question that's going to bother me un- until we make it. We have all this individual success. We have MVPs in Bryce Harper and Alex Ovechkin. We have oh, Cy Young, we, we have Kirk Cousins breaking records, but we got... Zippy to show for it as a city and as, a, and, as a, and as fans, you know? And this just reminded me of that. I was pleased to see him go 10-5, and 5, the Wizards, in the month of December. And clearly he deserved the December Eastern Conference Player of the Month. That's awesome. But I'm a little bit sick of the individual awards. I want to get some team awards. That's all. That's all I got there. So Fair now, enough. That's what it's all about. So now... Let's uh, let's shift gears. So, yeah, switching gears to our segment that we founded last week, and we called it Slap of the Week. <laughs> and I don't mean to sound like a wuss or anything. I just want to change our nomenclature a little bit, Scott. And, and we're cool with calling it Schlub of the Week. And we just did a quick Google search, found out the definition of Schlub. Do you remember what it was?
1: No, I don't. It's like very unentertaining person or something like that. Yeah, unattractive.
0: Unattractive, talentless, boorish person. So schlub of the week actually went to a whole entire team. Bringing you back to over the weekend, the American University Eagles go 13 for 31 from the free throw line. They shot less than 50% from the free throw line against Colgate, and now you would think that's a pretty good, uh, pretty good candidate for schlub of the week. However, my schlub of the week is Colgate because. They lost to American University after they went 13 for 31 from the free throw line. Colgate lost to that team in overtime. That's pretty embarrassing. Going 13 for 31, but then still winning. So if you lose to a team who goes 13 for 31, shoots less than 50% from the free throw line, you are automatic schlub of the week for PST. Have you ever seen. Any level of basketball, no free throw percentage be uh, less than fifty percent?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely as a coach and pl- and played and coached in a lot of games. Yeah, of course, but in a Division
0: One basketball game,
1: that's that's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah, I mm-hmm. hope their percentage was high, or maybe their big missed a, missed a bunch, but. When it rains, it pours, and free throws, especially, man.
0: Jeez, and Mason. When you start have,
1: clanking, it's it's bad.
0: Mason didn't have a good showing. They went, I think they were just above. They were just above fifty percent.
1: Well, that happens but some they, nights. You got to get it right. You get it back in practice, and that's really all free throw shooting is—is is practice.
0: Yeah, but it's just like if you're Colgate, how do you lose to that? <laughs> you, you you can foul that much. And that team not make those free throws and you still lose? Yeah. It's like impressive. It's very impressive. So, Colgate, you are the schlub of the week. Weekend appetizer everybody's favorite Scott I know it's my favorite we're just a little appetizer we're gonna talk about the weekend it's a couple days away but that's why it's a weekend appetizer we're just getting excited for the meal that is the sports weekend this is just a little snack we're gonna talk about some exciting things some things that we're watching maybe some more obscure this is just a little something to snack on right so very metaphorical
1: you know and and it's great yeah
0: especially with foods so Scott, what's your what's your weekend appetizer for? us?
1: Um, I'm so excited tough. right you now. I'm going to be. Uh, you no know what? What's that?
0: I'm excited. I've been waiting to hear your weekend appetizer. Just really looking forward to it.
1: We're looking for looking forward for mine. Ooh, yeah. that's a tough one because I'll be on the road all weekend. Where are you going? I'm going up to we're going to play go by Penn State Harrisburg.
0: Nice
1: satellite camps for Penn State and York College. Up in up in York, Pennsylvania, basically.
0: The other Spartans.
1: Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's, My brother in law
0: played lacrosse there. If you're yeah, listening, it's yeah. a little shout out to uh, the York <laughs> Spartans. Hopefully, you're yeah. listening. So,
1: we're going up there. We're playing uh, Penn State tomorrow, and we're playing York on Saturday. So, we're staying up there, doing our thing in Gettysburg on Friday. Should be a good trip. So, I'll be out of it this weekend. Won't get back till the wee hours of Sunday morning. Um, so, it's a huge damper on the weekend. But, um, really, all I could think of on the top of my head really is uh is the uh nfl playoffs and obviously that's a big deal and all that but it's only a wild card round. it's really a crapshoot and they seem like pretty um clear-cut games i don't know about you but vegas is pretty uh pretty uh, clear on all of them taking the home team on each one packers uh houston who else um Pittsburgh, and there's one more that I'm that I'm fumbling on. but
0: uh, The Seahawks.
1: The Seahawks, okay. So those are pretty clear-cut games. I wouldn't expect them to be too exciting, but you never know in the NFL, it's a freaking crapshoot. So.
0: Nice. Definitely be watching the playoffs. One more thing to look out for. I'm not sure if you're going to have time for it. I'm going to give a little bit of a watch. Washington Capitals playing the Ottawa Senators on Saturday night. And Saturday night, in, Saturday night hockey in Canada is like Friday night high school football in Texas. It is the thing to do. Last time that the Capitals were in Canada for a Saturday night, they played Toronto. And their venue, it was over 100% full. It was pat 101%. It was sold out and then some. So it's wow. an interesting hockey environment. You're going to watch that one, huh? Absolutely. It's a little Canada team. It's Saturday night. Capitals at the Senators, and hockey and hockey Saturday night in Canada again. It's it's the Friday night lights, you know that we have here. High school football, not here, but 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 in Texas, I think it's the same thing. So it's exciting, but that's that's my little my little. My little potato steak. Yeah, you
1: were you had that one loaded, locked and loaded for a while. I, d- uh,
0: I did, I did. I'm like, you read a no. good
1: article or heard something on the radio, and you were just all over it. I just
0: it. want to keep up with the Capitals, and we didn't <laughs> we didn't mention them at all this episode. So I want to at least give them a shout out in uh, in weekend appetizer. But that's it. That's uh, episode eighteen. That'll do it. We'll be back next week. Perpetual Sports Talk. My name is Sean,
1: and I'm Scott.